What you think, you see, and you ultimately become. Think better, live better. Welcome to the Think Better, Live Better podcast. We're your hosts, Mark and Angel Chernoff, New York Times bestselling authors and creators of the popular blog, Mark and Angel Hack Life. Today's episode is titled, 18 Things I Wish Someone Told Me When I Was 18. This morning, I was reading a book at my favorite beachside coffee shop when an 18-year-old kid sat down directly next to me and said, that's a great read, ain't it? And so we started chatting. He told me he was getting ready to graduate from high school this year and then immediately starting his college career in the fall. But I have no clue what I want to do with my life, he said. Right now, I'm just going with the flow. And then, with eager, honest eyes, he began asking me one question after the next. What do you do for a living? When and how did you decide what you wanted to do? Why did you do this? Why didn't you do that? Is there anything you wish you had done differently? And he went on and on. I answered his questions you know, as best as I could at the time, and I tried to give decent advice with the time I had. And after basically a half hour, maybe 45 minutes, he thanked me and we parted ways. But on the walk home, I realized the conversation I had with him was actually quite nostalgic for me. You know, he reminded me of me several years ago, almost two decades ago now. So I started thinking about his question again, you know, everything that he was asking, like, what, why did I do this? Why did I do that? You know, what would I do differently? And I, I began imagining all the things that I had wished I had told myself when I was an 18-year-old kid. Then I took it a step further and thought about all the things I would love to tell myself if I could somehow travel back in time and give my 18-year-old self some advice about life. So after a few cups of coffee and some great conversations and deliberation with Angel, we came up with this list of 18 things that I wish someone told me when I was 18. And Angel agrees with me. Number one, I wish someone told me to commit myself to making lots of mistakes. Mistakes teach you important lessons. The biggest mistake you can make is doing nothing because you're too scared to make a mistake. So don't hesitate. Don't doubt yourself. In life, it's rarely about getting a chance. It's about taking a chance. You'll never be 100% sure if it will work, but you can always be 100% sure doing nothing won't work. Most of the time, you have to just go for it. And no matter how it turns out, it always ends up just the way it should. Either you succeed or you learn something. Win-win. Remember, if you never act, you will never know for sure, and you will be left standing in the same spot forever. Number two, I wish someone told me to find work that I actually love doing. If I could offer my 18-year-old self some real career advice, I'd tell myself not to base my career choice on other people's ideas, goals, and recommendations. I'd tell myself not to pick a major because it's popular or statistically creates graduates who make the most money. I'd tell myself that the right career choice is based on one key point, finding really hard work that you actually love doing, right? Or that you at least like doing. As long as you remain true to yourself and follow your own interests and values, you can find success through passion. Perhaps more importantly, you know, you won't wake up several years later working in a career field that you absolutely despise, wondering, you know, how the heck am I going to do this for the next 30 years? So if you catch yourself working really hard at something and loving it, or at least liking it quite a bit, don't stop doing it. 
You're onto something big. Explore it. Because hard work is not that hard when you concentrate on something that you are somewhat passionate about. Number three. I wish someone told me to invest time, energy, and money in myself every day. When you invest in yourself, you can never lose. And over time, you will change the trajectory of your life. You are simply the product of what you know. The more time, energy, and money you spend acquiring knowledge, the more control you have over your life. Number four, I wish someone told me to explore new ideas and opportunities often. Your natural human fears of failure and embarrassment will sometimes stop you from trying new things. But you must rise above these fears. For your life story is simply an amalgamation of many small, unique experiences. And the more unique experiences you have, the more interesting your story gets. So seek as many new life experiences as possible and be sure to share them with the people you care about. Do this when you're young too and do it when you're old, but always experience something new. To not experience something new is to not truly live. Number five, I wish someone told me when sharpening my career skills to focus more on less. Think in terms of karate. A black belt seems far more impressive than a brown belt. But does a brown belt really seem any more impressive than a red belt? Probably not to most people. Remember that society elevates experts high onto a pedestal. Hard work matters, but not if it's scattered in diverse directions. So narrow your focus on learning fewer career-related skills and mastering them all. Number six, I wish people told me, you know, how important it is to tell people what you're thinking, to not expect people to be mind readers. People will never know how you feel unless you tell them. Your boss, yeah, he doesn't know that you're hoping for a promotion because you haven't told him yet. That cute girl or guy you haven't talked to because you're too shy, yeah, you guessed it. He or she hasn't given you the time of day simply because you haven't given her or him the time of day. In life, you have to communicate clearly with others. And often, you have to open your vocal cords and speak the first words. You have to tell people what you're thinking. It's simple, and it's important. Number seven, I wish someone told me to make swift decisions and take immediate action. Either you're going to take action and seize new opportunities, or someone else will first. You can't change anything or make any sort of progress by sitting back and thinking about it. Remember, there's a huge difference between knowing how to do something and actually doing it. Knowledge is basically useless without action. Number eight. You know, I wish someone told me to accept and embrace change. However good or bad a situation is now, it's going to change. That's the one thing that you can absolutely count on every single day. So embrace change when it comes and realize that change happens for a reason. It won't always be easy or obvious at first, but in the end, it will be worth embracing. Number nine, I wish someone told me not to worry too much about what other people think about me. For the most part, what other people think and say about you doesn't matter. When I was 18, I let the opinions of my high school and early college peers influence my decisions. And at times, they steered me away from ideas and goals I strongly believed in. 
I realize now, you know, many moons later, that this was a foolish way to live, especially when I consider that nearly all of these people whose opinions I cared about so much at the time are no longer a part of my life. Unless you're trying to make a great first impression, like a job interview or a first date, don't let the opinions of others stand in your way. What they think and say about you isn't important. What is important is how you feel about yourself. Number 10. I wish someone told me to always, always, always be honest with myself and others. Living a life of honesty creates peace of mind. And peace of mind is priceless every step of the way. There's no other way to say it. Speak with honesty, live with honesty. Do not lie and do not be deceitful. Number 11. I wish someone told me to talk to lots of people in college and early on in my career. Bosses, colleagues, professors, classmates, social club members, other students outside of your major or social circle, teaching assistants, career advisors, college deans, friends of friends, everyone. Why? Professional networking. Before working for myself, I worked for four employers since I graduated from college but I only interviewed with the first employer. The other employers offered me a job before I even had a formal interview based strictly on the recommendation of a hiring manager, someone I had networked with over the years. When employers look to fill a position, the first thing they do is ask the people they know and trust if they know someone who would do well in the position. If you start building your professional network early, you'll be set. Over time, you'll continue talking to new people you meet through your current network, and your network's reach and the associated opportunities will continue to snowball for the duration of your career. Number 12. I wish someone told me to sit alone in silence for at least 10 minutes a day. Use this time to think, to plan, to reflect, and to dream. Creative and productive thinking flourish in solitude and silence. With quiet, you can hear your thoughts. You can reach deep within yourself, and you can focus on mapping out the next logical step forward. It's important to create the space for yourself, especially in the busy life we live in. Number 13. I wish someone told me to ask lots of questions. The greatest adventure is the ability to inquire, to ask questions. Sometimes in the process of inquiry, the search is more significant than the answers. Answers come from other people, from the universe of knowledge and history, and from the intuition and deep wisdom inside yourself. These answers will never surface if you never ask the right questions. Thus, the simple act of asking the right question is the answer. Number 14. I wish someone told me to exploit the resources that I actually do have access to. The average person is usually astonished when they see a physically handicapped person show intense signs of emotional happiness. How could someone in such a restricted physical state be so happy? The answer rests in how they use the resources they do have. Stevie Wonder couldn't see, so he exploited his sense of hearing into a passion for music, and he now has 25 Grammy Awards to prove it. Number 15. I wish someone told me to live below my means. Live a comfortable life, not a wasteful one. Do not spend to impress others. Do not live life trying to fool yourself into thinking wealth is measured in material objects. 
manage your money wisely so your money does not manage you. Always live well below your means. Number 16. I wish someone told me to be more respectful of others and go out of my way to make them feel good. In life and in business, it's not so much what you say that counts, it's how you make people feel. So respect your elders, minors, and everyone in between. There are no boundaries or classes that define a group of people that deserve to be respected. You need to treat everyone with the same level of respect you would give to your grandfather and the same level of patience you would have with your baby brother or sister. Supporting, guiding, and making contributions to other people is one of life's greatest rewards. In order to get, you have to give consistently. Number 17. I wish someone told me to excel at what I do. There's no point in doing something if you aren't going to do it right. Excel at your work and excel at your hobbies. Develop a reputation for yourself, a reputation for consistent excellence. Number 18. I wish somebody told me to just be who I was born to be. To a great extent, you got to follow your heart, at least some piece of it. And you got to be who you were born to be. Some of us were born to be musicians, to communicate intricate thoughts and rousing feelings with the strings of a guitar. Some of us were born to be poets, to touch people's hearts with exquisite prose. Some of us were born to be entrepreneurs, to create growth and opportunity where others saw rubbish. And still, some of us were born to do whatever it is specifically that moves you. Regardless of what you decide to do in your lifetime, you've got to feel at least some part of it with who you are on the inside. Don't waste your life worrying about whether others think it's okay. Be sure you were born to do it. So giving advice to your younger self, I think that's, it's a very interesting source of self-reflection. Now, this conversation that I had with this, you know, soon to be college student um, really sparked a conversation between you and I about everything we've just discussed here. Uh, you know, th- these little ideas of the nuggets of wisdom we might feed ourselves if we were somehow able to travel back in time and, and give ourselves some advice. Um, you know, another thing that, that comes to mind too that, I, that we, we sort of highlighted but, but didn't drill into is this idea nowadays, especially in our modern society and education system where we kind of tell our, our seniors in high school and, and, and uh, you know, incoming freshmen at college that they have to decide what their major is because they have to decide what their track is for the next, you know, 35 years of their life. That's a lot of pressure, don't you think? I mean, <laughs> that's like a lot of unnecessary pressure. Yeah, I mean, uh, pick a major, do it now. What What do you like? What do you want to be in 10 years? Yeah, it's a lot of pressure. And I can tell you when I was entering college, I had no idea, right? And I think I ended up switching my major, you know, three different times. Yeah, I think, you know, it's, some, it's important to remember that we can reinvent ourselves at many stages in our lives. And Sometimes we're going to do so out of necessity. Sometimes we're going to do so based on the opportunities in front of us. There's going to be a fork in the road with two great opportunities. I know Angel and I personally have reinvented ourselves several times. Um, and so, you know, I, I think that's, that's an interesting thing to think about, like for our children and, and, and supporting the children around us. They don't have to have it all figured out at 17 or 18. The pressure to uh, figure out what they're going to do for the next 35 years of their life is an inaccurate uh, estimate of what's real, really going to happen in reality, right? Um, go, to, go to school, educate yourself, learn how to learn, learn how to adapt to various environments, um, figure it out along the way. P- 
pay attention to the opportunities in front of you, but certainly don't have it in your mind that you're pigeonholed on this, you know, this track that you have to follow for the rest of your life. There are going to be opportunities to make shifts. Yeah. Or that you have to do what everyone else in your family has done. Right. I, I think it's a great reminder to repeat to yourself. There is no bad decision. As long as you're moving, right? As long as you're moving forward and taking action, there is no bad decision. The worst thing you could do, though, is take no action at all, right? The worst thing you could do is choose not to push forward and to graduate high school and to just stay at home until you figure something out. Right. So don't worry about making a wrong decision. There is no wrong decision. Make a decision, take action, and move forward. And you can always reinvent yourself. Exactly. And that's, you know, we end on this, you know, we kind of mentioned at the end, like kind of be who you were born to be. Right. And some people might come back and say, well, I don't know what my passion is. Right. And the advice to just follow your passion is is, is foolish. And I agree. (laughs) A lot of people don't know what their passion is. And just following your passion, just saying, I'm only going to do the things that I'm passionate about is often not a, a very good path because a lot of us don't really know what we're passionate about. Sometimes our passions shift and so forth. But Angel just said, Make sure you're doing something. Take action. Throughout the course of our lives, it is action that leads to passion. Our passions are going to change. But when we are taking action, when we are putting our whole self into the college lesson in front of us, into the conversation with that college dean or that, 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 that uh, classmate of ours, when we are entering the, 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 the workforce or, or doing an internship and we're putting our whole heart and soul into it, even though we're uncertain if is this is this really the, the path I want to be on? When we put our whole heart and soul into it, we have an experience. We make connections with people. We are present and aware of what's going on, and we learn things about life, about ourselves, about our career possibilities, about the people around us that open up doors. And it is that action, that continuous and consistent action, that leads to passion. We learn about the things we're passionate about. We learn about the things we're not passionate Mm -hmm. about, right? And the only way to be who you were born to be is to get out there, right? And wrestle with life, right? To to expose yourself to other things, other experiences. So yeah, you may not even know what your passion is right now, and that's okay. Expose yourself to different activities and going places and reading different subjects and gaining knowledge, and you never know what might spark an interest. Yeah, and realize, too, that sometimes the work that we do, we're not super passionate about, but the thing that that work allows us to do, we are. So, I mean, there, there, are, there, have, I mean, there have been countless times in my own past where the work I was doing was not exactly passionate work. But boy, was I passionate about helping people, right? Which was always an end result. There was always some type of, I was delivering some kind of value to somebody and I did appreciate that. And then I was earning money that I could use to take care of my family, right? Mm-hmm. And I mean, that might sound like a cliche, but I was incredibly passionate about what that job was ultimately allowing me to do on the other end of it. Yeah. And so we have to keep that in mind too. There's different ways to think about passion. There's different ways to think about work. We do not have to have one track our whole life. We should be inventing, reinventing ourselves. We should be exploring the opportunities out there. Um, it doesn't mean we have to be jumping from flower to flower, but keep, keep an open mind and an aware mind about what's going on. And th- this advice is honestly just as, as uh, directly related to a person in their 20s, 30s, 40s, and maybe <laughs> even 50s as it is you know, an 18-year-old yeah. kid that's getting ready for college. So um, it's, it's something that I constantly keep on, in mind. I know you and I, Angel, we, we constantly discuss it. 
it's certainly lessons that we want to pass on to our son. And it's fun to reflect on. Absolutely. And we'd love to see you in person if you're available. Check out our live event, Think Better, Live Better. Remember, what you think, you see, you ultimately become. Think better, live better. Think better.